From Wakefield, it's the Nolan Car at Night Show, starring Nolan, Landry, and Nolan's guests returning back to the show this week, Rosie Langella. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Nolan. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the show. And joining me is a fan favorite guest. I, I, I hear it all the time about how much enjoyed my, my uh, the people enjoyed this episode and this guest. So I said, Why, might as well bring this person back. She's on to bigger and better things in another part of the country. She's the one only, the incomparable, the very talented Rosie Langella. Rosie, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Nolan. How are you? It's... It's uh it's Sunday, so obviously not as fun as Friday, but we're we're getting close to uh, graduation, so can't can't complain about that. Yeah, yeah. Plus it's, for sure. plus it's plus it's springtime and it's getting warmer, though I'm sure down in Alabama it's a little warmer than it is in South Kingstown. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Just a little bit. I don't <laughs> think it's forty six degrees down there tonight. Uh it, it was the other night, what was that, Cody? Like thirty degrees? 38. It was like thirty-eight degrees oh. the other night, which is crazy. It it, yeah. it was chilly yesterday, but it was, you know, during the day it's beautiful. So I'm on the uh club tennis team at URI and we had a, a match in New ha- uh West Haven, Connecticut against University of New Haven. And as the, the cl- weather went a little colder, it, it did get a little colder, and I was like, yeah. get me at here, but that's life. And as a sports reporter like yourself, you know all about that. Uh, those adventures in the, in cold, the cold weather. Yeah. As I as I said in my introduction, you're into bigger and better things. You're obviously no longer in Rhode Island. You are down south. So for you, since we last talked, you were at WPRI, or and now you're in Alabama. What's it been like for you since you since you got there? It's been um, all gas, no brakes, and I, sometimes I hate using that but it's true. And that's kind of what I like about our job is you're always on the go. And that's, you know, as soon as I got down here, Auburn, the basketball team was, you know, they won the SEC regular season title. Um, They were winning. And and then we went right into March madness and it was just, it was all just gas, you know, it it was a little hard at first just to get the local stuff down in Montgomery because I was either following the team or going to the game. Um, and we also started during playoff basketball for high school basketball. So I was still getting to know all the teams and trying yeah. to introduce myself to people. And my weekend guys started about like two weeks after me. So it was just me for a period of time. Yeah. Um, and then he started and it was, it was, you know, it's, it's great. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy Alabama and I really, really like it down South too. And you mentioned that, you know, sports and, you know, the success, the success that Auburn has had in the playoffs. And I want to get to that, but, and besides, you know, as, as it's known how well done and how successful Southern football is and, and that obvious thing, what's been the biggest adjustment for you besides obviously the, the area moving towards to there? I think the biggest adjustment would be uh, being a sports director because I've never been a sports director sure. before. I've always been a number three, as they would call it, um, which I hate that term. I hate that we label people as a one, two, and three. You know, you're just a sports reporter. You're a weekend sports anchor. You're a sports director. There's, you know what I mean? I don't think we should use numbers. Um, but I think that's the biggest adjustment just because, you know, you're a manager now too. So you're making schedules for another person. Um, so I think that's the biggest adjustment. Other than that, um, 
you know, the football is bigger and it's better down here. And that's really another big reason why I came down here is because I wanted to get involved in the SEC. Um, you know, I've covered Big Ten college football, up covering Penn State, and obviously covered the pros up with the Patriots. And I was like, you know, I really enjoy college football. Why am I not covering it? And I always said, like, I'm going to go down south. I want to cover Texas high school football one day. And I still do to this day. But like now I'm in Alabama and sure. we have a Friday night fever show that people absolutely love. It's been around for years. It's like a legendary show. Like people talk about it all the time. So I was like, yeah, this seems like the right fit because I love high school football too. So yeah, kind of went off of your question there, but yeah, being a sports director is definitely different from just being, you know, that number three, which sure. was in Rhode Island. Speaking of that, that's sort of really what I wanted to really ask you about, you know, sports director, you're coming into a, a, an area or a new station where you're not there as long as the others there who now you're the director for. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that? Because you're, like I said, the new person, but then you're also in charge of these people who've been there long for you. Was that something that was easy for you to change or was it something that you sort of had to learn as it went on? Yeah, I'm still learning as I go now. Um, the sports directors that came before me were all, you know, either from or been here for a while or were in that weekend uh, sports anchor role um, or just in the area for a while. So they kind of they took a chance on me because they knew I was from out of the area. Yeah, but they knew I had the experience. And luckily for me, my weekend sports anchor is from Alabama. Um, and he was just a sports reporter up in, I think it was North Dakota or South Dakota. I always get them mixed up. I forget which one it was. Um, but he is from Alabama and knows the area really well. So it, it kind of works out because he's helping me learn. Um, and so are the other sports directors because they're still in this market too. Um, Gunner was he lives like just down the street on honestly from the station. So he's been very helpful. Um, there's another guy, Jeff Shearer who works for Auburn and they've been very helpful too. And everyone at the station has been there for a really long time. So no one is really letting me just fail. You know, everyone's like, Hey, this is important. Hey, we want you to cover this. We do this every year. So you work as a team and and people understand uh, the people down South have been so incredibly kind. Um, and that's one thing that I've loved is that if I miss something or if I pronounce something wrong i'll get an email saying hey you pronounced this wrong or hey you should cover this next time by the way we go to this church please come by on sunday you know they always yeah. end it with something super sweet and i'm i'm just not used to that for yeah, being sure. up north um so yeah i think i'm just still learning as i go but the viewers here have been very very patient well you know being from Rhode Island, my uh, being from around um I, I i'm not accustomed to the large grandeur that is college big time college sports or even big time high school sports i know I, you know tennis was big in south kingstown but you know that's not compared to co- uh, college basketball or high school football stuff like that so from you going from pennsylvania then to Rhode island to now here where high school sports is at almost the same level as college sports how do you how how was that dealing with that at first because i'm sure that was very scary yeah uh well in pennsylvania i got a really good taste of high school football and just you know how much people care about in the local community how much it's still relevant in local news um and still in rhode island i mean we had a we had a great uh blitz show that we ran on friday nights and you know the high school football in rhode island is very good too a lot of coaches um not to name drop stanley dunbar is doing a, a great things with kids in that area to make rhode island football well it's it's great now but he's even improving on it um 
with his, you know, breakthrough football academy that he has. Um, so I, I had that taste there. And then down here, you know, I'm not in high school football season yet. We're now in like the everyone's getting a new coach or new coaches are being hired or coaches are, you know, training schools, whatever. Um, so I'm just going to have to roll with it, but I've done it before. Yeah. You know, I jumped into every sports reporter job that I've had um, at the beginning of football season. So now that I, you know, here months before it's happening, it, it gives me a huge advantage. Um, just getting to know the area, getting to know the coaches and, and, you know, getting to know which teams and we'll do like high school football previews once the season starts. Um, just so we get a feel of who everyone is too. And like I said, the viewers are very patient. So we're learning and they're learning about us too. So it's, it's been a good mix. I'm curious for you, from your perspective, covering Auburn football and then, or maybe basketball at least since it was just recently, right as they're all successful, right as they're going off on a high note and you're jumping in right as all this is happening. Is that something where you kind of just have to disregard that and just, you know, let it all happen, let the wave crash over you to, you know, just do the story? Yeah. So I was, once I knew I had the job, I kind of had like a month left in Rhode Island. So I was like, kind of like checking in on what Auburn and Alabama was doing too, because they were, they were doing good. They made the tournament too. Um, so, and we cover both programs. So, you know, I was just paying attention in the back of my mind. Cause I was like, I knew as soon as I got down here, that was the lead in all my shows was going to be Auburn because they, they were number one in the country at the time. Alabama was still getting ranked every you know week or so in the top 25 or just around there. Um, so I just kind of was like, all right, on my way down, you know, I'm really going to study the team and just make sure that when I do jump in, like I know what I'm talking about and things like that. Honestly, once for me, once I watch a basketball game, once I, you know, I get to know the players and things like that. And kind of like, I know who everyone is now. I just kind of have to learn, you know, Bruce Pearl's offense and what he likes to do. And, and just his, mannerisms and things like that same same with nato and things like that too so i I think it just came with experience just kind of jumping right in i'm I'm just so used to doing that that i kind of just didn't have too much of a struggle with it 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 kind of jumps back to the responsibilities that you have as a sports director but i may have asked you this back when you were still in island and i've asked this some of your other former island colleagues in your position you know being an anchor being now in the professional world for however long you've been in it you know, you, you have an expectation, you have these eyeballs on you compared to someone in high or college doing it for the uh, sports department for Harrington School. But now that you're the sports director, are the eyeballs you know, more closer on you now that you have a bigger role and bigger piece in things? Yeah, I think so, because now I'm on air every single day, where in my previous jobs, I was on air maybe twice or three times a week. Um, so you didn't have all those eyes constantly and WSFA is a legacy station. I mean, people watch and have watched through and through for a number of years. Like we're one of the most watched NBC stations in the country in Montgomery, Alabama of all places, but people love WSFA. I mean, you take your car down the road, people will honk and say hi anywhere. You are recognized everywhere here it's incredible um so yeah it comes with a very big responsibility and you always know that eyes are watching and it's funny like you know market wise this i think this is like 128 i want to say but it doesn't feel like a small market whatsoever um because of the amount of eyes that are always on you like i'll i'll have an email 
almost every time, every day I do a sports cast, you know, like, Hey, I like this or Hey, you should go cover that. You know what I mean? Just suggesting things. So I know people are watching like it. We go, we have a very big, um, I can't think of the word right now. We cover a lot of counties sure. down here and it's just different from Rhode Island because like, you know, the whole state watches because yeah. Rhode Island is so tiny. Sure. Rhode Island is just like a little, it's like two counties here in yeah. Alabama. <laughs> so it's just like a different mindset. Yeah. And yeah, you just have to be on every, every single day. So you gotta, you know, just be prepared to be on yeah. TV every day. Now you <sighs> mentioning that you cover both, you know, Alabama and Auburn. I want to ask you a, an Alabama question. And it's, it's mm. sort of a, a thing that, you know, most sports people know about. And it's the postseason superstition connection between the Patriots and the yeah. Crimson Tide. Seeing that yeah. you cover Alabama sports, and now I'm sure you'll be covering more Alabama the more time you spend down there. Do you believe in that superstition where if Alabama loses, then the Patriots win or vice versa? <laughs> No, no, I don't. I don't believe in that at all. But it was, uh, I didn't go to pro day, but my weekend sports anchor did. And Bill Belichick was there, obviously. Um, and Mac Wilson, uh, he is from Montgomery. He was just traded to the Patriots, um, played at Alabama. And now he's going up to New England. I uh, used to play in Cleveland. And, you know, I was asking him, I was like, how cool is it that you get to go play with like all your former teammates? And he was like, Oh, it was great. You know, Mac Jones texted me when he found out the news and stuff like that. Um, and you know, he, he knows who the Patriots are. Yeah. I was asking him like who he kind of looked up to and he said, you know, Devin McCourty, um, and, and Dante Hightower and just like and other former Alabama guys too. And he was just like, I'm excited to get up there, but to answer your question, no, but it's cool to see the sure. connections and kind of just be like, Oh yeah, I know so-and-so used to be, you know, up New England. They used to play at Alabama because that connection is, is very real, but I don't think yeah. the superstition <laughs> It's 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 a scary thing on how on how it's happened, but it's you know just you know the luck of the draw that they've been able to do certain things at a certain time. Speaking of legendary coaches and in the NBA a, a few weeks ago, Greg Popovich had broken whoever the number one coach was record for all time wins, and he's been there a long time. As so as Nick Saban has been in Alabama, being that year down there in your company sports, like I've mentioned. How long do you see him coaching, seeing as Auburn's coaches, you know, hasn't been there as long? Yeah. How, how long do you see him coaching before he, he sort of, you know, says, OK, enough's enough. I've been as successful as I can be. Well, I think that we're getting the best season because they just lost to Georgia. So, like, sure. this is a revenge season, yeah. right? So, he's going to do whatever it takes to win. I mean, it would be great if they went on another run and got to the national championship. You know, Saban's not going to leave being beaten you know yeah. there's just no way i don't know I, I can't really answer that question um um to be honest with you i mean i know he has grandkids now i know sure. he's obviously much older and things like that but what i do know is that he's not going to leave on a loss sure. and i personally wouldn't either um as far as brian harson goes this is a huge year for him after going six and seven last season and everything that you know a little bit of a turmoil there in the off season um this is a huge year for him to prove to the fans and the boosters and the community like hey i'm here i was the right choice this is who i brought in and this is what we're going to do with the program they're in the middle of you know a quarterback competition right now with four guys so that's just something to watch going forward and it makes you know covering that team really exciting and it just the harson storyline too is just what is he going to do with that program and you know what if he turns it around it's going to be an interesting season to watch we, sure. we cover um just because we're closer to auburn sure. we can get there easier and there's a lot of gray stations in alabama that can be 
all help each other out. So I hope to get up to Tuscaloosa for like very big games and things like that. But we should be at Auburn every week because it's about 40 minutes from okay. the station. Yeah. And that, that brings up another uh, question I want to ask being that, you know, after, you know, they're historic that, that one play that they have where they return it for a touchdown and they win it against, um, the, the other team and the success that they had this year, whether it be sports in general with basketball and the prestige that that program has since you joined there, but oh, the numerous years, does it give you more pride to be able to cover a team like that, especially coming from, you know, Rhode Island where you are, although their football has done somewhat decent a, a little bit, but not to the level that Auburn has. Does it give you, you know, a pride to be able to cover this team? Um, I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would say pride, but I would say I'm grateful to cover, you know, college football in the SEC. Um, I think that's just really, really cool within sure. itself. I mean, they call it, I think it was the saying, it just means more. And, and I think it does, you know, but the Big Ten was great too. Like covering Big Ten football w- w- was awesome. And, you know, even covering URI and Bryant was great too. Um, so I think not so much pride, but just being grateful that I do get to do what I do and cover these big time programs because it, there's nothing like a college football game on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm one of the few people that really like, I really enjoy being down on the field filming college football. It's sure. one of my favorite things to do. I loved doing it at Penn state, just being on the sidelines, being in the atmosphere. I know people like to watch from up above and I loved watching the Patriots from up above. Like I really did enjoy that, but there's just something about being on the sidelines, being in the action. that I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like this is what I get to do for a living. You mentioned you've mentioned it tonight, the, the covering big time football, and then you mentioned it. You know, you want to cover at some point uh, Texas fo- high school football as well. And what at the time you have right now, currently in Alabama, covering Auburn and the other programs. What do you hope to accomplish in this role as a sports director? Um, well, I really like to start you know, doing pregame and postgame shows here with the college football, because there's just so much of it. And it's not just Alabama and Auburn. We have a lot of other schools in the area. We have Faulkner, Huntington, Tuskegee. We have so much college football here in Montgomery to be covered. Um, so, and even in Troy, I, oh my gosh, how could I forget Troy? Troy is a great program to, to cover too. They're just a little more South of us, but there's just so much to cover here that I'm like, all right, we could be able, we could do a show every week. You know, if I had a little more help, why not? Because viewers love Troy. They love Huntington. Like they love their college football here. Um, so I would really hope to maybe one day accomplish and just establish a, a pregame show every week that we just get to talk about college football. Right. Um, and I just think that I just hope people believe in me and know that I'm going to deliver them, you know, the best coverage that we possibly can, that me and Jamal can possibly, you know, give them every single week. Sure. haven't really thought about like the big time goals yet, just because we're still getting in the groove of things. Sure. Um, now that, you know, we're not in college basketball season, we're finally getting into a pattern of how we can cover the local stuff. Um, so we're just getting into that. We have biscuit season that starts on Tuesday and that's huge around here too. They're the double a affiliate for the Tampa Bay Rays and they're in Montgomery downtown. It's a great organization. They love WSFA and it'll be fun. So there's a lot of things to do here and there's, they're giving me, you know, a free for all. Like I'm doing a college football coaches series that I just started and we're going to release on a digital platform and a shorter version on air. So there's a lot of things in the works. Sure. Um, it's just, you know, how are we going to do it? And I, my news director is always 
it's like, don't take on too much. Like take your time. You have a lot of years here. And he's right. I just know that I'm like, all right, I want to go, 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 go. So hopefully yeah. over time we can establish a lot. Well, I, I hope that you, you, you're able to, you know, really set your mark there and really set a new standard of, of how things should be done down there. Um, the last thing I want to end with is a little segment called this or that. So in this is where I thought a few things similar to the one we're challenged where they have some connection to you and you just choose either this or that. So are you ready? Okay. Now this one may be redundant, but Auburn or Alabama. I can't say. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that and I will not, I will not answer it. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe Namath or Cam Newton? Cam Newton. Uh, one more Alabama CFP title or a Patriot Super Bowl win. Alabama CFP, yeah. Uh, Alabama coast or Allen coast? Oof. Well, I haven't been down to the Gulf yet, so I can't answer that. But I beautiful beaches down there from what I've seen in pictures. Love the Rhode Island coast, though. Absolutely love it, so I'll pick it for now. Uh, Alabama high school sports or around college sports? Alabama high school sports. And then last but certainly not least, Brian Harson or Bruce Pearl? can't say that one either down the road if you make it to texas which i'm 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 sure one day you'll be covering (laughs) high school sports i'll ask you that again so that you're not you don't have to have a biased uh answer well rosie as i I said before and as i said while we were texting about doing this i thank you very much for doing this i appreciate it no problem thanks for having me on again well of course and you know as i said you know people are are a fan favorite my mother you know from time to time will say how much she enjoyed the last time and how how much of a a wonderful person (laughs) you were so she this this was a favorite one so she'll be excited to see this but i thank you for your time I, i i'm I'm happy to see that you're doing so well down there and that you're, you're, you're doing a, a fine job. Although I have no way of watching Montgomery television from Rhode Island, but if I could, I'm sure that would be on in, in my household. And I'll be looking forward to doing this again when something big happens or when you of make course. it over to Texas. Of course. Nolan. Thank you so of much. Course. Well, for those out there who want more news updates and information like that, follow on Twitter, Nolan Carr night and on Instagram, Nolan Carr at night show and subscribe, like comment, share, follow up fun stuff because down the road you're looking at this 10 years from now i usually say joe rogan size but i can't say that anymore <laughs> and, and say holy crap this was amazing again episode two with rosie langello <laughs> and until then see you next time in the words of johnny carson i bid you a heartfelt good night